It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY, and it is state of the arts. So many things are going on around town. You got artists on the plaza. You got Levitt Amp opening weekend of the music band. So much stuff going on, and we're going to talk about a good chunk of it here with Gus Gordon. How you doing, Gus? Kevin, I'm doing great. Now, you're wearing a suit. I thought this was casual Friday. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> well, we I went now. casual anyway. Very That's casual. Right. Yeah, well, so I enjoy it. It looks good. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, there are some days when it's like when we're doing work here in the building that I think I'm I'm just going to wear shorts today. You know, we're oh, yeah. getting dirty, shorts. moving boxes around and stuff. So Listen, yeah. I got shorts under this, you know, oh, well, secret okay. of the trade. So we're good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, just in the past couple of days and going over the weekend, a lot going on. Um Tonight is the opening night of the Music Man, which is going to be a great show. I'm I'm certain that's over at the Legacy. I was able to, of course, catch some of it. I didn't see a lot of it, but I was able to listen to it, uh, and it sounds amazing. And uh, so that is opening, and that is running through next month or the beginning of next month. On the first is when it um, the first of um, August, and so that is opening up this weekend. And so shows are shows are starting to open back up. Yeah, and a great cast. Um, it'll be a beautiful production. That, that'll be a lot of fun, and it's so yeah. wonderful to have options of things to go back and see. Yes, it absolutely is, and uh, and 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 such and a, a great show, and a couple a couple different shows that are coming back. These are these you know these great shows that are just they'll make you feel good after watching them, and like oh this is you know because I mean it's just me. I just love the score of the music, man. I I could have sat there and listened to the the orchestra play yeah. it like four times over because I just love the music. <laughs> Yeah, that well, you'll notice right over my head is a straw boater. Um, yeah, I've, I've worn in a couple of productions of the show over the years. Nice, very good. Yes, yes. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Now oh, I love it. exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, good it'll be stuff. great. They won't have any trouble. It'll be no, they great won't. And um, you know, sold out houses. That's awesome. I I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, just the other day, well, yesterday, um. Unfortunately, I was not able to make it out to the Levitt Amp Festival, and I really wanted to, but I was able to talk with uh, Tito Puente Jr. Um, and yeah. uh, and what a what a great guy! And he is uh, he's very talented. Uh, he has a new album out called The King and I, and uh, and he and and he of course played last night. I saw plenty of uh, videos and, and you know people dancing and him playing the drums yeah. and and uh, and yeah, just a super cool guy to talk to, and of course very talented and um and so unfortunately I got to miss that, but seemed like the community had a great time with that last night. Yeah, a, a large number of people, and I've heard from several. I didn't get a chance to see it either, but uh, a lot of people I've talked to have said it was just a wonderful, wonderful concert. I did get to meet Mr. Pointe earlier mm -hmm. in the day. Of course, his father, Tito Pointe, was yeah. also an amazing musician, very popular. And uh, Tito came to the Hoagland with our friend Julio Baranzuela and a lot of uh, members of the of the Guatemalan community, a lot, a lot of young performers and a lot of young kids that, that came and they were able to meet him. Uh, we also had Abraham Lincoln here yesterday to meet mm -hmm. the kids and to welcome uh, Tito to Springfield. It was really cool. And uh, yeah. Julio helped put that together. And of course, Sheila Walk with the Arts Council and the Levitt Amp Festival uh, does a great job and she just has it all together. Um, really well organized, wonderful talent coming in. And we were just glad to be able to welcome Mr. Pointe here to the Hoagland and bring in some young kids to meet him and 
you know, it, it's great to, to have such a talented person give of his time and just be so friendly and uh, so approachable. And the kids really appreciate it too, I think. I absolutely they did. I saw that. Um, I saw you guys just recently put that on Facebook. I saw you guys got that yeah. picture up on your Facebook page, and it, yeah, it just seems uh, like such a cool thing, such a cool thing for him to do. You know, because yeah. you're right. There are so many people that would just um, and that are, are talented that come through, and they're like, I'm showing up at my hotel, and I'm performing, and I'm leaving. And exactly. not that there's anything wrong with like their performances or anything, no. but you know, no. when somebody you know somebody's reaching out, you know, to the community and just you know just being like, you know, nice, you know, just. Like, hey, just I want to, you know, talk to you guys too. Hang out. I think that's super cool. That is like just such a, just such an like a like an extra cool thing about. And he, he was all over town. He made yeah. uh, many stops along the way, including the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum. And he was downtown, and you know, walking the streets of downtown and meeting people. It's really great when when folks like that are interested in the community they're visiting. Yeah, no, and he, yeah, even when I, I talked to him too, he was like, he's like, yeah, it's like me to go to you know, Springfield. Like, and he, I don't think he'd even been to Springfield before because he was like, yeah, you know, well, like Lincoln, I wanted to, you know, go see, uh, you know, the the home of Lincoln and stuff. So you know, some super cool stuff. So he's so exactly. He came. And it was interesting. Uh, he mentioned uh, he had talked with Joe Crane earlier in the day, and mm -hmm. Julio mentioned that both Joe and I had been meteorologists um, at one point, and Tito's sister is a meteorologist on, I think, the Fox station in New York City. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's she's hit the big time. So that was kind of an interesting conversation Nice, just to, just to see that connection. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. All right. So that, so yeah, so he uh, so came through. He also talked um, about Sheila Walk with, um, she's also, in addition to um, helping out with Levin Amp, she's um, also been a great help with Artists on the Plaza, which has continued to go on um, noon every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, this uh, uh, past Thursday, I was, I guess that's yesterday, this past Thursday, I wasn't able to make it out. <laughs> they but all run I, together, don't they? They, eh, they kind of do. But the, um, but no, the Tuesday, I was able to, um, I was able to go. Um, uh, uh, a young lady named Erica Egger, uh, wonderful job, played piano, ukulele, and sang uh, pretty much the All entire the time. time. Yeah, uh, she probably <laughs> could have. She, she was pretty talented, but um, no, yeah, she she switched back and forth, and uh, you know, played some uh, played some classics, played some contemporary songs, good stuff, and you know, just. You know, Sheila has been great. Um, you know, you know, getting all these talents together and all different sorts of genres and different groups or people uh, coming together. So, so those are continuing to go on, and they are great. Especially if you're downtown, even if you're just walking by, you can hear the music. Or, yeah, yeah much like Levin Amp, get your favorite downtown food and just sit and enjoy some music. You know, I'm embarrassed to admit this. I, I, I forget the name of the of Abraham Lincoln, who was with us yesterday. I forget mm -hmm. his um, his alter ego name. But he was mentioning to me that he has seen so many out-of-town visitors come into the city this year. And not only out-of-town visitors without, you know, with, uh, beyond the 50-mile radius, a lot of out-of-country visitors uh, right. have come to Springfield this year. And he's, you know, going to all these events and at the Lincoln home and down in downtown and walking the streets and he's had the chance to meet these people and pose with them with pictures. So it's really nice to see some of the tourism coming back to the area and things like the artist on the plaza really contribute to the whole feel we have in downtown Springfield. And even though we're not at a hundred percent where we were in 2019, it's so nice to be active again and have that 
that liveliness back in the the center of Springfield. Yes, definitely. Well, always, always something you know going on. If it is an artist uh, performance or or you know so, or or something you know some like a farmers market or something, just you know something going on oh, yeah. that people can you know go. So it's it's cool. Yeah, it's so cool. All that's coming back and people are able to see that. And yes, those the tourism was non-existent with COVID everywhere because we couldn't travel anywhere but right. i mean but yeah but people are coming back seeing family or just visiting because you know, historical reasons or artistic reasons because hey i want to see what's going on over here so it is sure. so cool that, that it's coming back another thing that people uh people will love to see and uh, this is very recent actually uh i want to talk about the festival of trees which is still yeah. a couple months off but they are going oh, to be moving downtown on, don't say that <laughs> to say I, yeah. It's it's July. The year has flown by, and we're already talking about Christmas. I know, I know. But it's but it's gonna be uh uh, it's gonna be downtown this year, which is um I was like huh because it's it's downtown this year because it's supposed to be at the it's usually at the Or Building, but now it's down yeah but now it's downtown and um uh and this was uh this was uh in collaboration with uh, DSI Downtown Springfield Inc who uh they're saying you know with. And especially with all the businesses and local uh, stores, businesses that are, have been shuttered and uh, hurt by the pandemic that, right. uh, you know, people coming out because Festival of Trees, huge event. People are going to come out to it um, that people will be there seeing the trees, gingerbread, you know, holiday performances. Um, but they're also going to be able to uh, go support businesses and they'll be able to go buy yeah. buy those. And uh, and I think that is just a super idea. That is really interesting. Um, how clever to bring that downtown. It'll yeah. be different than normal. And I'll be really interested to see how they figure that out because it's packed every year mm-hmm. in the ore building and they've got the train and they've got all those beautiful trees and they have performances set up. So it'll be really interesting to see how they transition that to downtown Springfield. But what a boon for the downtown businesses just to welcome people back. It's probably really smart to have it outdoors. Um, yeah. Or I'm assuming, I don't know. I think, I think so, yeah. We'll be outdoors. Some will be indoors, perhaps. But, um, you know, because we don't know what November, December will bring um, as, as far as COVID is concerned. But if, if things keep going in the right direction, um, you know, we'll be all able to enjoy a wonderful festival of trees. That's really clever. I look forward to seeing how they put that together. Yeah, me too. Cause I mean, festival of trees, another one of those events really, yeah, just everyone goes to that. And it's always, always got to go there and get a gingerbread cookie, no matter, you know, no matter how old I get, I love those gingerbread cookies every single year. We even got one year. I mean, this is when we were young, we got these, uh, oven mitts that we were able to uh, write our names on. And we had our little like handprints in them when me and my sister were like little kids. Now oh, our dogs, cool. our dogs tore them up, but it was a cool thing to have. Uh, so, but there are all sorts of different things you can do there. Um, and yeah, they have the train and they have, of course, all the trees um, and everything. And there's performances. I performed there a couple times with, um, with middle school band choir and high school band and choir as well. Right. Always. And uh, we might have even, I might have even been in a show that performed like a, a few numbers out there. I can't think off the top of my head, but yeah, I know. I mean, I it's think about half the half the population has performed at Festival of. They Tree. might, yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been there. Both my kids have performed there um, with different, you know, high school groups. Um, I I brought my karaoke machine a couple of years to sing to some of this the seniors. Um, I remember that. Yeah, it's, it's great fun. 
Yeah, it is. So that's that's great that they're um that that will be going on in downtown. Yes, it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes. But I think it will be um I I think it will be a good idea if if it's not a permanent idea, it might be something that happens every so once and often. Hey, let's bring it downtown and yeah. this and so. So we'll see how that goes. So well, that's be- great. Um, I don't know um, who helped arrange that, but I'll say kudos to to Kayla Graven. Yes, uh, I think that, that's that quite was, a get yeah. in her first couple of weeks. Yeah, she's yeah. So that's. That's pretty good. So yeah, it is. It is. So so, and I I uh, I also want to touch on some. Uh, there are some. Uh, there's some interesting um, arts developments that are uh, that are more national and also international. Um, okay. Well, a, a show that both uh, we know both very well. Anything goes. Um, recently talked about, and and, and those of you might have actually seen this uh, that. Uh, that Sutton Foster was um, coming in to uh, do anything goes in London uh, just for a brief engagement. But there's a video out of her um, doing the opening number with some of the cast members on a on a TV show for BBC. Uh, and it's it's very cool to see it. Um, you know, it's a lot yeah. of fun. She's an amazing, talented performer. Um, yeah. And she wasn't the first choice for this, believe it or no. not. It was Ma- Megan Mullally who was going to play Reno Sweeney in this production, and then she couldn't for some reason. And Sutton Foster had a window of opportunity. I think this is like a seven-week run, or it's 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 a limited run yeah. anyway, before she starts in her performances in The Music Man on Broadway. That's right. Jackman. But yeah, she's amazingly talented. Of course, she did Anything Goes on Broadway, what, probably about five or six years ago, maybe? Maybe less. Uh, a little longer than that. I was in... I was in New- I was in New York. I didn't get to see it. I was bummed, okay. but um, I was in New York when she did it, and that was like 2012 or something. So, okay, uh, yeah, a little but, bit yeah. ago, anyway, a little bit Regardless. ago. But but she did it recently. But yeah, yeah. So good for her. And it's um, I haven't seen that clip yet, but I do look forward to seeing that. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's it's uh, it's it's her it's her doing anything goes, and she did a good job with it. Uh, you know the performance I've seen and heard. So. Yeah, it's it's amazingly it's talented. Amazingly, you know, yeah, she is. There's a little bit of extra London news. I was reading that um, Hairspray had just reopened. It's going to be a mm-hmm. tour in London starring Michael Ball, who created the role of Edna in the original London production. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the big splashy reopenings to invite people back to the theater. Unfortunately, apparently one of the production staff came down with COVID and they've had to shut down mm. for about a week. So that's kind of they stubbed their toe on their um, on their return, but you know I think we can probably expect these kinds of things um, yeah. here and there. But still, there's there's forward motion. There's progress. There is, and and they know how to deal with something like that now, and they can say, hey, yeah, anybody right. who is even cl- and you know backstage, you're probably close to a lot of people, but they're like, listen, you know, you know, get get a COVID test, uh, you know, just. If, if you're vaccinated, not vaccinated, I mean, I they, they can deal with that much easier now, like you can uh, with a lot of different uh, places, workplaces or any sort of community gathering. So, um, so, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. But like you said, I mean, this is bound to happen anywhere. So, right. uh, and, you know, yeah. they postponed for a week, I think. Let me see what they say. They're coming back uh, on July 14th. Okay. So, and people who had tickets can uh, reschedule to another performance. So it, it's all good. No foul. Yeah. Yep, just gotta just work through it. But that's all right. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I I also recently they announced there's going to be a concert of Wicked. Uh, it's not going to be like the show and concert like you might see sometimes at the Lincoln Center um, or the Chicago 
uh, lyric opera, I believe. Like Sometimes they do those. Tenth anniversary and twenty fifth yeah. anniversary and yeah, it'll it'll yeah. be new arrangements of the songs, and it's going to be. Um, they haven't announced any of the singers yet, but it'll be a lot of different um pop singers, maybe even some other okay. Broadway stars, maybe. And uh, it'll be on PBS, and it'll just be a celebration of the show. And um, so that'll be, the, the you know, I mean, a great score. Stephen Schwartz <laughs> writes some great music, right. so uh, so that'll be fun to watch. An obviously popular show that has been enormously successful. You know, thinking back on it, there's a great documentary, um, and maybe you've seen it, about that year on Broadway that Wicked was uh, created and yeah, brought Broadway and Avenue Q. And it kind of cuts back between all the different shows that were produced that year. And it really became a race between Avenue Q and Wicked for uh, the Tony Award. And I, as I remember, Avenue Q did win the Tony Award for Best Musical that year. And kind of the thought process that people had after the fact was that, um, you know, Wicked's going to do well regardless. It's got a built-in yeah. audience. It'll tour well. It'll tour for years. Avenue Q needs that little extra push. And that's the thing with the Tony Awards is they're, the people who vote, a lot of them are, are presenters, people who, you know, are different communities across the country. And sometimes they're thinking, what needs that extra push to make this marketable in my community? Um, that's not to say one show is actually better than the other. They're both great shows. Yeah. But that's a, that's a great documentary. I forget what it's called. Um, have you seen that one before? No, I haven't. I'll have to look it up, though. That sounds great. Yeah. No, you would really enjoy it. It's very interesting. And again, it's like a year on Broadway or something. I forget the exact title, nice. but very interesting and uh, a lot of great footage too from both those shows and other okay. shows that were done that year. Yeah, because that that would have been it. Yeah, that was the other show, the Boy George musical. Boy George, oh yeah. And then was Little Shop that year? Did was that the year they revived that with Hunter um, Foster? It might have been, yeah. but it wasn't really featured in this documentary. Okay. It was really about those two shows. Taboo was also pretty prominently featured though okay. too. Very good. All right. Well, I have that to look that fine. up. Sorry about that. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> I, hey, that's fine. That's fine with me, and I appreciate it. That's uh, that's great. But um, and then you were talking to me about something that's uh going on right now, I think, or will be soon. Um, out on Times Square, a costume display of different Broadway shows. Yeah. Um, pretty amazing the costumes from Wicked, Moulin Rouge, The Lion King, uh, many great Broadway shows, Phantom of the Opera, Harry Potter, and The Cursed Child. Mm -hmm. um, they have costumes from these shows. They're going on display as part of a new exhibition uh, this summer called Showstoppers, Spectacular Costumes from Stage and Screen. And that's open to the public on August 5th. And we'll stay up for a limited engagement at 234 West 42nd Street. 42nd so Street. on 42nd Street, that's where the display will be. And you get to go and see all these wonderful costumes from these shows. They also feature costumes from Come From Away, and those right. of you who have seen Come From Away, those are pretty normal street clothes. And right. also uh, have costumes from Aladdin, which will be beautiful and spectacular. But what I'm really interested in is the costumes from Chicago. <laughs> or, <laughs> those, are, those are pretty darn skimpy. So they, I was going to say, they just skin. empty racks up there? <laughs> right. I don't know. With a little bit of you know dental floss and uh, <laughs> black lace. <laughs> yeah oh that's fun but that is really cool that's always yeah. um you know it's uh, you know costumes amazing aspect of shows costuming and um and you know there's so much that goes into it and um everything and it's and it's and it's just a cool thing to see all those the whatever and even though and like yes come from away a lot of street clothes but those are still 
clothes that people who know the show really well will definitely recognize. Oh, yeah, so, we'll definitely you know. relate to. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they have some from television shows. Uh, they have Saturday Night Live costumes there as mm -hmm. well. Um, I actually went up to the exhibit that was in Chicago a couple of years ago at the um, the Museum for Radio and Television uh, that they have up there, and it was a, a, a retrospective of Saturday Night Live. Oh, and nice. so they had set pieces and props and costumes on these wonderful mannequins. But it was – I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Of course, I've been a fan of uh, Saturday Night Live for years, and yeah. it was great to see some of those iconic costumes like Hans and Franz and the cheerleaders and opera man. And yeah. um, I mean, they were all the cone heads, everybody. They were all, they were all represented there with these great costumes. The original ones, Stefan's yeah. costume was there the whole nine yards. Awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. I was, yeah. they always, they get, they, they, that's yeah. SNL also gets really creative with their costumes a lot of the time. So that's cool. And a lot of iconic ones too. Yeah. Like opera man, Stefan. Um, so yeah. Um, when so. people start wearing that as their Halloween costume, you know they've they've reached a new level. When yeah, people yeah. start dressing up as David Pumpkins, you know you're <laughs> on to something. Oh yeah. Or is it David S. Pumpkins? David S. Pumpkins. Any questions? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny stuff. <laughs> uh, that was that was a ridiculously stupid sketch, but funny. You oh, right up. Undeniably funny. Right up both our alleys there. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, yeah, that'll be exciting. Hopefully I can go and see one of those at some point if I get back to New York at some point. But um, absolutely. Um, another good reason to go. Another good reason to go. Yes. Um, but there's, but start uh, saving your money now. I was reading also that Plaza Suite is about to reopen in the, in sometime later in the fall with Matthew yeah. Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker. And I saw, and I just briefly went by it, so don't hold me to this. Okay. But something about tickets four hundred and twenty-two dollars for ah. a straight play. Now I'm sure oh those are goodness. good seats, but man, it's expensive to go to a show yeah. in New York City. You've got to, if you're smart, you can you can um, find the deals and go to the TKTS booth. Um, but man, it can be expensive even with some of those discounts. You got to plan yeah. for that trip. You do. Yes, you do. Save a Absolutely lot of money. Do. Save a lot of money. Uh, yeah. But worth it when you go to see them. So no. a lot of fun. There, so, but there's a different level of talent on Broadway. It just is a memorable experience. And um, I, over the years, I've seen some great shows. Oddly enough, not since my kids were born. Um, all of our money okay. went to a different, <laughs> a different pot That's for the right. 25 years. So mm -hmm. someday I'll go back and I look forward to that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, though, there is plenty going on here. Uh, plenty of talented people around the community as yeah. well with all sorts of things going on. The Music Man, that opens this. That is this. This is the opening weekend, opening night as we're recording Tonight, this yeah. Music Man. And then uh, you'll have... Um, You'll have Mary Poppins at SHG next week. You're a good man, Charlie Brown, the end of this month. And plenty of shows, uh, concerts on the docket for the rest of the year. Um, I, you know, It didn't even touch that uh, Brett Michaels is coming to the State Fair. That was announced yesterday. I know. So, yeah. Yeah, keep checking out Facebook and the newspaper yeah. and television stations. And, of course, our, our ace radio um, uh, arts reporter, Mr. Kevin Hart, because Thank he has you. all the, the all the scoops to present. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No, yes. you you do a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so we will do this, Gus, next time.
All right, my friend. Take care. Have a good weekend. You too. Absolutely. State of the art. 